0: Welcome to the virtual preceptor training course. The course consists of a series of modules aimed to provide you with the knowledge and skills needed to be a successful preceptor. In this module, we will discuss how to verify competency of the new team member. After completing this module, you will be able to recall how to assess the competency of a new hire during the orientation phase. Competency is defined as the knowledge, skills, abilities, and behaviors needed to carry out a job. It does not measure how smart someone is or whether if someone is a good person. Competency verification upon hire requires the preceptor to validate core job functions as well as any job functions that may be high risk but not common occurrences. For example, if the building was on fire, what would you do? This would hopefully not happen while on orientation, but the new hire would need to know what to do in that situation. Competency is also validated at multiple times, not just upon hire. Usually it is evaluated on a periodic basis, such as annually or quarterly. These ongoing evaluations of competence are shared by the clinical education and unit leaders. The direct manager or supervisor of any staff member will evaluate competence at least annually during the performance review. Franciscan aims to use a competency-based orientation format. This means a new hire is on orientation, until so they are validated or verified on all of the competencies required for the job role. This is different than a time-based orientation time-based orientation is another format where the length of orientation is based solely on an amount of time, such as 4 weeks or 10 days. After the amount of time has passed, the orientation period concludes regardless of what job functions were validated or verified. The competency-based format allows for new hires to progress faster if they have previous experience, or allows for more time for any new hire who may need additional time. Everyone learns at a different pace. Thus, the competency-based format does not place hard limits on when someone will finish orientation. We can only estimate the length of orientation based on the average amount of time it has taken others to complete. The preceptor assists to provide the experiences for the new hire in order to complete the competency items required in a timely manner. Competency consists of three elements, technical skills are tasks performed efficiently and safely using the following cognitive skills, knowledge, psychomotor skills and abilities, technical understanding, which is the ability to follow directions or carry out procedures. And this is the most familiar and objective skill domain. This is what can be found on those orientation checklists. Interpersonal skills is a second piece. This is communication, conflict management, delegation, collaboration, listening, respect, and team building. This skill domain refers to the effective use of interpersonal communication when working with others. This can also be found on the checklist and is measured by direct observation of interactions and behaviors that consistently convey caring and courteous attitudes. And then finally, critical thinking or decision making. Critical thinking is different from traditional thinking. Traditional thinking is when a person accepts the norm and treats an event in isolation without thinking about their previous experiences or events. Critical thinking is when a person looks for patterns or trends, uses their previous experiences to inform their decisions, and is open to possibilities. Competencies of this domain are based on the new hires ability to recognize problems, identify alternative actions and anticipate outcomes and make choices based on the most current best practices. You want to think, are they asking the why questions and are they seeking advice? Let's take an example of this one because it's a little bit more difficult to understand. Imagine you were training a new hire on how to clean a piece of equipment. Traditional thinking in this situation would be that the new hire cleans the equipment according to how uh, the preceptor set forth a standard. They just follow the process and then they move on to the next task. If they're thinking critically, they may think about which patient this equipment was used on last and select a different type of cleaning solution based on that patient being in an isolation. As a preceptor, you want to foster that critical thinking rather than your new hire only engaging in traditional thinking. There are many ways to verify competency. The most common ones a preceptor will use is the return demonstration or discussion options. Return demonstration is when the preceptor is observing the new hire performing a task or a skill. Discussion is used when the competency cannot be observed This is typically for those rare events such as that fire in the building that the new hire would need to know what to do but may not experience it during the orientation period. Examination or simulation methods are most commonly used by the education department or clinical educators. Examinations are usually written tests either on paper or through an online module. Simulation is a method to create a practice setting with realistic elements of the work area. These can occur in the simulation lab or in the work area. A simulation does not include a real patient or work scenario, so it provides a safe space to practice skills or tasks without fear of harm. A self-reflection or a case study may be used for non-clinical roles for ongoing competency validation after the initial orientation process. One key thing to remember is that observation is not competency. When a person is observing, they are in a passive role. They are not actively engaging in those three elements of competency we just discussed. Observations can be a good tool to use to expose a novice to a situation or process that they may never have encountered, but it is not used by the preceptor to verify competency. now you may be thinking how am i supposed to know which verification method to use preceptors can use the domains of learning in order to assist them in selecting a verification method or understanding why a checklist may contain return demonstrations for some items but others simply requires the new hire to take a test the cognitive domain is what the new hire needs to know what information do they need to understand about what you are teaching The psychomotor domain is what the new hire needs to physically do. This domain is usually the easiest for the preceptor to identify because it is visible. Finally, the effective domain is what the new hire will feel or care about. Usually the effective domain is the most difficult for preceptors to evaluate. It's not visible and it can be hard to define it in objective or concrete terms. To better understand these, let's work through some examples. A nurse recalling the use for a medication would be the cognitive domain. The nurse isn't performing anything or having feelings about the medication. They are simply recalling from memory what the medication is used to treat. Another one would be a team member performing handwashing would be the psychomotor domain. The team member is physically performing the skill according to the hospital standard. Finally, a team member treating every patient with the same respect and compassionate care is the effective domain. The team member is respecting human dignity an ethical principle for healthcare providers. The way they treat and interact with the patients is a visual representation of how they care about the patients. As the preceptor, you will be expected to verify competency through the verification method that matches or aligns with the domain of learning for that specific item. Let's work the same examples from the domains of learning that we just went through. So remember the nurse recalling the use of medications. We said that this was cognitive domain. Cognitive domain competencies can be verified with a test or an examination or by discussion. In the discussion, the preceptor would be asking the new nurse to tell them what specific medications were for. If the new nurse can quickly repeat back the correct answer, then the preceptor can verify the new hire is competent in medication knowledge. Let's do another one. Going back to the hand washing competency, we said that was psychomotor domain. Which verification method would we use for this one? If you selected return demonstration or simulation, you would be correct. Psychomotor is the actual performance of a skill. It's hands-on. Thus, you need a hands-on way to verify the new hire can do it, either in the real live practice environment or in a simulated scenario. One last example. The team member that was treating every patient with the same respect and compassionate care was the effective domain. So which method would you use to verify that competency? If you chose self-reflection or case scenario, you would be correct. These do not have to be formal written papers or anything. The preceptor can do these informally with the new hire during a short break during their shift. You could simply ask your new hire, how would you respond to that post-op patient in room 100 when they request pain medication versus a patient who may have been labeled as a drug seeker. This would allow the new hire to self-reflect and then express how they would treat the patients with the same respect in treating those pain scores equally. We have covered several topics in this module. To summarize, competency has three elements, the technical, interpersonal, and thinking. As the preceptor, always remember to match or align your verification method with the domain of learning when verifying competency. Thank you for your time and attention today. We appreciate your dedication to professional development and growth in your career at Franciscan.